0: Welcome back to Jaya where our conversation is always fresh and never
1: still. I'm Lillian. And I'm Tammy, And I'm Jumi. You guys, welcome back to our podcast. You know, I just want to say thank you for everyone, guys and girls. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with your friends and families. We really, really appreciate it. So um, today's topic, you guys, it's, I believe it's a very important conversation that needs to be had, especially in our African community. I know we keep saying African community, but this is what we know and this is what we're going to emphasize on. Um, So like, have you guys, do you guys remember that awkward moment when, you know, when you were little and you were watching TV with your parents, you know, your mom and your dad, and all of a sudden on TV, a sexual (laughs) scene just came on or, you know, like a kissing scene. And at that moment, it's like you just want to just enter, the let the ground just open so you can just drown or something like that. Well, if you're wondering what today's topic is, you guys, you guessed it. Today's topic is going to be about why are we so shy to talk about sex? You know, it could be in any household, but most especially in the African community. And the question that I want to start with is basically relating it to personal experience. So you guys um, for you guys how was it like for you when you were growing up? Was your family open when it comes to talking about sex? Did you guys have a sexual education? Um, can you like uh, Lillian, can you go ahead and tell us how how it was like growing up? Which which sexual
0: which uh, what did you call it? Sex <laughs> education? What what what, yes, what? sexual education? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is God. that? <laughs> Did
1: you just ask, what? what's that? That's like, what I was confused. What, was like, is, what is that? that? <laughs> I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, like any conversation relating to sex, like to prepare your mind. or Goodbye. Like,
0: <laughs> let me tell you something, you guys. I'm going to be transparent because that's all I always do. The first conversation that my mom had, like I remember when, you know, that puberty time when you're seeing your period and all that. So, so the very first time my mom tells me, let me tell you something. If a guy touches you, you'll get pregnant. Mm. <laughs> wow. that was my sex education we never talked about it my mom just assumed that i was a virgin and i'm gonna stay a virgin until i got married and <laughs> there was nothing else to be said
1: about it <laughs> yes. wow okay so jumoke over to you um how was it like growing up you know with your parents did you have that conversation did you have a sexual education with your parents was it in school or how was it like while growing up so So for me,
2: um, the first time I heard about sexual ed was in school, Um, you know, around like fifth grade when they put you through those classes Mm -hmm. and they tell you how your body works and all that wonderful stuff. That's when I first really got knowledge of sex and all that stuff. But as per home, no, African parents or at least mine, it was it was like an awkward conversation for them. It's like, they don't really know
0: what to say, but to scare you from sex. (laughs) So you'd never had a conversation with your mom? Not till
2: I was getting much
0: older. And even at that, it was just one of those, you know, just
2: be careful, don't let anybody touch you. That was really it. Okay. It wasn't like, so this is how sex works. Mm-hmm. I know you are growing up. If it happens, it happens, mm-hmm. but don't let it happen, kind of thing. There right. was never those conversations. Mm.
1: Okay. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's very strange. Uh, with me, I never had that conversation as well. You know, my mom never told me anything, nothing, nothing. She never even mentioned the word sex, nothing. <laughs> But you like, know your mom is like a eh, 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 very religious, religious. And, <laughs> like goodness or whatever. It was, it was when we now grew up that she was now relaxing a little. But anyways, like back then, um, just like Jimmy, it was back in I think it was like fifth grade or something like that that they took us to another class we we're watching all those cheesy videos you know when the boy tries to touch the girl and they were teaching us about sex and things like that that was when i even heard about all those diseases like uh, gonorrhea and for real you know. and like they talked about condoms and stuff like that that was when and i'm not gonna say that was when i knew about sex because look we're kids we're gonna know these things regardless i've already knew about these things way before then because we watched tv right around other people you know so i don't i don't i i never understand why african people feel like if they don't talk about it that we're not that we're not going to learn about it they have forgotten that we are always out and about we go to school you know we meet other Mm -hmm. people saying stuff that will uh, make us to know stuff that we wouldn't have known before you know so like which leads me to my next question when do you guys think is the right time to start talking about sex in the in the african household or in any household in general for
0: can me, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever thought about that honest, honestly. So that's definitely a good question. I think that once your child is getting to that puberty age, I think it's a good time to start talking about it. When they can get pregnant, when they can impregnate. I don't know a boys, like the time like when they can. Get <laughs> I don't know. I think I need to read up. On but for girls, you know, when they can, like, you know, get pregnant and stuff like that. So I think even before that um, period area for girls, you want to talk about it. You want to tell her what she's going to be expecting and and stuff like that. And But I think that I would definitely do the sex education a little differently than my mom did it it is an awkward um conversation for me i would say because i was brought up in a christian home and it was it's it's something that we never talked about which is really bad because being
2: a christian does not mean you shouldn't know about these things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and like you said it is an awkward conversation because my daughter's nine and i have to have this conversation with her even about like you know menstrual cycles right and mm-hmm. stuff like that so it's awkward to just be like so what do you know about sex and my daughter's weird when you ask her an
0: awkward question she start laughing that's what i was about to say <laughs> i was really just about to say that it's not on the uh, it's not always the parent that had yes. the awkwardness if right. like the parents brings it up and then the, the kid is like okay mom you're doing so
1: much you're making me uncomfortable that kind of thing well, don't you think it's the way that the parents even raised up the question that made them feel like they're laughing in the first place like the way our parents are so tense that the way they're, just, <laughs> they're fighting with you like you know like so you don't even know what to respond because you don't know if it's a right or wrong question
2: well so for me. Whenever I ask her awkward things, like now she's even, I'm sure she's going to feel some type of way when she hears this and I'm putting her on blast, but oh well. Um, Now she wears, you know, bras and stuff. Mm -hmm. So even talking about that, just a normal question, she would laugh and be like, I don't know.
0: I'm like, just answer (laughs) now, what's going on? you know I can relate so I know I remember one time my my mom when I you know when I was younger growing up and stuff like I was you know starting to form my boobs and all that stuff and then my mom and told my dad to go buy me a bra because she was easy or something and I was so mad at her I'm like why would you do that and she's like he's your dad he can buy you a bra I'm like no (laughs) Uh -uh, that's not right (laughs) right You know, I say I don't, but my mom, like, she, she, she got it that I was, like, not into it. Like, I'm like, don't do that again. Like, you're making me
1: uncomfortable. That's crazy. So, So, yeah, this reminds me of a story that I heard, um, and the girl was about eight years old, nine years old, and she had asked her parents what was sex, if she's been hearing about this word for a while, and she was curious. And as soon as she asked her, her parents, and, um, she said the word sex, they beat her like they started beating her like Ah! really bad like you know where did you hear that word from like you know like in a bad connotation like it's bad like you're a bad child blah 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 this this is a bitter 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 so after that day she couldn't raise she couldn't ask that question anymore because she was afraid and she had uh, she had uh, related that word to a negative uh, connotation so she was now with another maybe one of her uncles and she now they were talking about, like, rape uh, on TV. And she had asked her uncle, like, what is what is rape? Hi. And, the, he, and the guy said, like, forced sex. And she was like, ah, this is the sex that my parents beat her about, whatever. So she asked her uncle and, about sex. And the uncle was like, well, you know what? Let me, let, let me teach you. Let eh? me teach you so you can find out. So that was where she started, you know? Because the Hi. parents had chosen to just shun her and just make her feel like she was bad for wanting to know about this thing it, it wouldn't have taken anything they had explained to her so that way she wouldn't have made the wrong decision in other words now she now went to a wrong person and the second now she couldn't even tell her parents that she was being sexually abused because that one has used um well, manipulation like if you tell anybody they're going to think you're bad blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's, that's ridiculous, ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous so i feel like our you know, our parents, you know, it doesn't even matter any household. There are some American people who feel like this as well, that they're very scared. And, you know, to even mention the word sex to their kids.
0: But the thing about this thing is that I think we need to change the mindset. The thing is that I was listening to Michael Todd. Um, he's this one preacher mm-hmm. uh, for Transformation Church. He was, he was basically saying that God is the one that created sex. You know what i mean we need Mm -hmm. to get off the mindset that sex is this one negative thing and actually embrace what sex is and and i can speak for christians i don't know what religion you guys are practicing but as a christian we need to like embrace it god created it but that doesn't mean that we should be doing what god said we shouldn't do you know right before marriage but also know why God created sex, that sex is, is, is created to be enjoyed, enjoyed with the right person at the right time, which is marriage, mm-hmm. you know? They need to know that instead of saying,
1: ah, if you, a man touches you, okay. yes, run mm-hmm. <laughs> you run away. run away. If you might touch you, you get pregnant. That's not how you get pregnant. Like, explain. Because these kids, they need to learn about STDs. They need to learn about, because if they don't know, they're going to be curious and they're going to try it out. And this is huh. when teen pregnancy comes in kids are getting pregnant at a
2: teen mom
1: middle school not even high school middle school i knew girls that got pregnant not once but twice at that age you know because nobody taught them anything anything right so, like, it's, just, it's really sad and i just i don't get it and i ask myself this question all the time like why is it just so hard to talk about sex, especially in an African community. Like, what is that, (laughs) why is it so hard? Like, why why do you guys think it's so difficult for us to, why is it a taboo? I think, um, I think it's a taboo or it's been made
2: to seem like a taboo because our previous generations never spoke about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it kind of passed down. And the only people that did speak about it were the married people. Mm -hmm. And they never felt the need to educate everybody else to understand that this is not what you do until you get to that married level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now it's become like, oh, you just don't speak of it. Just know that you don't do it until you get married. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know the in and outs. You don't need to know nothing
0: until you get married. I think um, for me, it's fear. Mm -hmm. Um, The fear of um, knowing that if your child is 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 knowing about certain things like this, that they're gonna be exposed to this stuff, and there's teen pregnancy, there's all this sexual disease, and and also the society pressure and naming, you know where. If a girl is seen to be sexual, she's, she's described as a prostitute or a loose girl, yeah. things yeah. like that. Yeah. So everybody's trying to protect their own. And I feel like I can relate to that. I, I want to p- protect my daughter. Anything that's going to make her look that, have that sexual image that the world perceives as bad, I'm going to try to avoid it. And that's by me telling her to avoid yeah. sex in the way that I've, I've been taught to avoid sex which is
1: not necessarily the, uh, the good way. Mm-hmm. It's all about communication, mm-hmm. basically. Like when you communicate openly with your kid, you're not telling them to go out and go and have sex. You're telling exactly. Them, like, if I'm going to have that conversation, I'm going to be like, I know you're going to do it anyways, but please, it's best for you not to do it because this, this, this can happen. If it's a girl, you can get pregnant. If it's when you say... Said- when you say, I know
0: that you're going to do it anyway, doesn't that automatically make them want to do it? Doesn't that kind of give them a pass that they're gonna- Not entirely. Okay. I think
2: some parents say that in reflection of themselves. Okay. You know, so yeah, when I was a kid, they told me not to do it, but then I got to the age that I wanted to do it and I did it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was told not to do it because, quote, unquote, that's the right way. But when I got to a certain age, I wanted to, I was curious to see why they said I couldn't do it. But then there's some people Mm -hmm. that they say, like, depending on the parents, they're open with their Mm -hmm. child, they will tell them things like, oh, don't, you can, not you can do it, but if you do it, protect yourself. Right. and things like some kids like that would be like yeah i know
0: if i do it i should protect myself but i don't really want to do it so that's a good point because for me you know how i told you guys that my mom said if a guy touches you you're gonna get pregnant <laughs> yeah. but one thing that I, I didn't um tell you guys is was that my mom kind of gave me this feeling i think my mom she always pumps this um this thing in my head that I'm great, that I'm I'm more than anything, I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I always had this idea that being a virgin was such a beautiful thing. So I treasured it and I didn't want to do anything with any guy. In fact, if I one of the the things I tell a guy if he wants to like date me is like I'm not having sex with you. And then the moment he says he he's not he, he wants to have sex, I'm like, okay, we can be together. So I always treasured that. Like maybe it's because of what how my mom kind of painted that picture of what
1: it is, how it is. My mom always says things like "embed on the fight, embed on the fight." You know, <laughs> well, that's, you know that's a good thing. I like how your mom did it. You know, right? Like, it made you feel like yes, you're greater than you are. You know, like virginity is good, which is what we can also do. We can also preach to our kids that yes, you know, if you remain being a virgin is good, it's great. You can wait to marriage because that is what God wants. As a you know, because me, so I grew up in a Christian environment. Mm-hmm. But in time, we need to also teach them about. Everything so it when they know every the value the virginity more because they know their everything about everything that they need to know about sex. So yeah, opposed to only the virginity and they know nothing about it. They're like, just don't try it, though so they just <laughs> it very negative. They're they're gonna want to try it. Right. And you know, um, and just because I, I treasured virginity
0: doesn't mean that I didn't have aside pressure like all of my all of my friends in schools were having sex so I'm like okay what's going on like and everybody's saying oh I've had this no I don't know if you guys ever did that when you guys get together and all these girls all they want to talk about is about their boyfriends and how much sex they're having and you're just like okay I'm like the only virgin in this place (laughs) I remember if I'm being honest like the guy that I was interested at the time I was like, okay, maybe we can try something. Then I I, I just heard my mom's voice.
1: I said, okay, maybe I don't know yet. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I was unlike the same way too because I never felt pressured to want to have sex. Yeah, and I actually valued that virginity. Even when people around me were like doing it, they were getting pregnant, having kids talking about it i never mm-hmm. felt like oh my god i wanted yes well, maybe in the back of my mind i'm like yes like i would like to try it, but yes hold on to that virginity like no i need to hold on to it longer right. like, it was like i felt proud yes I felt proud like yes i'm still a virgin like you know this is good you know but I you know agree. back
0: then i don't know if for you guys back then being a virgin was something that was celebrated but right yeah. now like, it's like it's no longer celebrated though now nobody cares <laughs> yeah,
2: I that and when i, I say so nobody cares it's like okay. if they know they know like let's say for example if you said oh i'm a virgin everybody's be like okay
0: nobody's gonna be like oh that's amazing even though that's how it should be
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but you know guys are even under they feel like they are even under pressure when the girl is a virgin and, I, I don't know yeah. if you guys watched the Married at Foresight. One of the brides um, was a virgin, and the guy kind of felt this pressure like, oh my goodness, I don't want to, like, are you sure you're ready? Like, he didn't really want to, like, do anything with her. Right. And then some girls kind of start feeling discouraged, like, there's like a burden to men if they're
1: virgins. We've been talking about when we were kids, little kids, or whatever, but, you know, I want to move it on to, like, now that we're grown ups, you know, we're married, you know, we have kids. It's 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 like it's still a taboo to even mention the word sex you know in our community you know people still start they start looking at us crazy like oh my god that girl she's very sexually active flamboyant you know she's you know oh let's not talk to her or let's just you know what why is it like that you know still you would think that because we're we've passed that age that everything should still be okay that we should still be free to open up our mind like sexually like our you know uh, older people will still be looking at us funny, like ah, you know that that woman right there. She's very she's, and they'll not be making up story about you that oh, she's messing around with other men. She's sleeping with her, just because you 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 are you're, you're free to open up sexually. Well, why do you guys think? Um, I
2: don't. <clears throat> that's a good question. Honestly, I don't. As far as like outsiders in in terms of like African community. I think they're just not—they're just not used to seeing, especially women. They're not used to seeing women talk freely about sex. Mm-hmm. They're not used to seeing women of their own community just freely open up and ask questions or throw in comments or throw in a little bit of knowledge, even if they don't have like the physical experience. They some people have the you know the knowledge, mm-hmm. and a lot of people in our African community feel mm-hmm. weird when they see a woman talk like that they start to associate her with someone who is loose someone who does a lot of crazy wayward stuff <laughs> and i think that they they even think that way because you know we all know in nigeria the only people who verbally come out and open up and talk about sex is our wonderful little shows on the streets okay. so <laughs> you know it's the way the way they just be doing it it just makes it it makes it weird for people who are actually conservative but like to have this conversation feel awkward because now if I now come and start talking now you think I'm over here disgracing myself now you think that left to me Mm -hmm. now I've slept with the whole town or left to me I've done this I've done that when that's not even the
0: case yeah I think for me it's more of like again that fear that okay um let me go and mind my business before somebody thinks that I'm a loose person, you know? And then the way the African community sees you, they see they sees you as somebody that don't even respect herself. Like, okay, why is this guy just going around talking about sex and just looking all sexual? And it's almost as if um, in the African community, if a woman is supposed to be wearing, like I remember one time, this was back in Houston. I went to church and I was wearing that. That time, my stomach was, you know, flat. I was, I was showing off my shape and looking good. <laughs> you know, and I remember the guy um, that my husband wasn't there in that service and then he he didn't know that i was married he was like and hey, next i'm trying to cover yourself you know excuse like, me yes i'm like what are you talking about like i was wearing like a fitted dress so but you know, that's my
2: thing you so yeah, are so-
0: covered just because yeah. your shape is enhanced that has, it has mm-hmm. no meaning in who you are mm-hmm. so automatically they they see you as, they see you as this Sex object or something sexual, and you're not supposed to embrace who you are and what shape God is giving to you because that's somebody ridiculous. wants to put this label on you and so if that no, no, you know what it is it's their longer truth that's doing them, that's why they saw you <laughs> and they
2: thought you look good and didn't want to blame themselves, so they told you to cover up crazy
1: people
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that, that's it though like it's just it's so that 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 whole um People, you don't want nobody to be calling you, like labeling you and calling you names and stuff. And so that, that whole up, upbringing, like the way you were brought up matters. And so it's still going to prolong if there are no changes that are being
1: made. I feel like in our, in our community, we've, we've associated right and wrong with certain things that we want to be right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. For example, right means you're a Christian, you're covered up, you don't talk about sex, you talk about the Bible, you talk about mm-hmm. holy stuff. Wrong means, oh, this one is too, open. you know, it, sometimes you might be with a group of girls, like with a group of women. We're not girls anymore, we're women. <laughs> you can be mm-hmm. in a group of women and, you know, you guys just start talking. And maybe one person just start talking, you know, I don't want to say loosely, but just being open that, oh, yeah, you know, my husband did this, my husband did that. And not saying, know you now you see the, the sharp daggers, ass, people will be shooting your ass, way. Ass, you know, you know, those, <laughs> that negative connotation, they've considered that wrong and but it shouldn't be wrong because we're, look, we're women we're talking with each other why is it so wrong why can't we be open
0: okay it's so just- that's the difference between me mm-hmm. and the the question you're asking because it's a totally different thing though because i can sit in the garden where it's just me and my girls and we're talking about sex mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. my friends were talking about it but I, I just don't want to ask that it's over here because let's really look at it you know at work they talk about sexual harassment and stuff like that nobody really Mm -hmm. wants to like hear somebody else talking about sex in details like they don't know you or it's not a conversation that is welcomed whether you're african or not so that part i'm not i'm not i'm not okay with but the thing
2: is but i think talk is saying that you know in terms of talking with your own people. For example, like you said, mm-hmm. talking with your girls. In that group of girls that you're just in with, there's yeah. at least one or two that's gonna be looking yeah. at you oh, crazy yeah. because you're going <laughs> in detail, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. You're right,
0: okay. That, that's okay. And, and
2: to me, that doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, we're all women. Nobody wants to take your man. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to snatch anything from you. In fact, we're even trying to tip ourselves on how to do better, you know it's what, it's what I mean? Exactly. So yeah. there's no need. I mean, I, and, and the front, unless I can see where that would you know the whole looking at you crazy will come into play if you know you're not married and you're the one doing the yes. loose talking I get it because you know a lot of people in, in everybody's mind is no sex before marriage so yes. you yes. shouldn't be talking
1: you, you should, you <laughs> but and I get it talking.
2: <laughs> but if, if everybody is married you know if everybody in the circle is married no one should be looking at each other crazy like in an uncomfortable way especially oh. if you guys have a past and y'all are cool Right. Mean,
0: another thing that came to my mind is that i like how you said if you are married it's acceptable to talk about it or yes. it'd be more acceptable to talk about it because a lot of things that also come into like african women's mind is if you have you're talking to a group of women and some of them are, are married or mm-hmm. some of them are single yeah. it's almost there's almost this thing that comes in african women's will not
1: always um, be your man then, yes <laughs> they're
0: going to stay your husband why are you talking to this <laughs> <getting> <laughs> And then, let it be that the girl knows like all the sexual positions and she's good and she's like, i i i please don't come don't don't be associated with this girl she's gonna steal your husband, but
2: here's the thing though like you know, I love it, you know you brought up an amazing point mm-hmm. now, okay, look at it this way i'm single, and i let's say i'm we're, I'm with you guys, and we're all just in, and there's you know a couple more females out there Mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense for me to even be in that kind of a conversation with you guys if you people know me as a person Mm -hmm. you know again this is where like if i know and, and, and and there's no way we don't know we women we know these things i have a friend that we're both single but i i will never ever in my life talk about a man that i'm dating around her
1: right never
2: but that's because new. I know this girl will instantly already try to take it because i've seen her oh, in action
1: no, no, no
2: you know, but then there's also those friends that you have built a trust and you know mm. you've built a relationship with that you know that those person those people persons go for help me those people <laughs> <laughs> those people don't necessarily they don't
0: want what you have, they want their own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what well, I mean, so I'm like one of those it's women, and that if you're a single person. I, I, we have to mind what we're talking about. If if it's just you and me, obviously, and and other girls, yes, we can talk about it. But if my husband is there and your husband's there, and you're mm-hmm. single, and, and it's just like oh yeah no, that's I feel gonna yeah awkward. I feel I'm like I'm sorry, that's, that's awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's a very I'm like no, let's not do this because like <laughs> it's very not cool.
1: If the if the men are present, that's I'm sorry, we don't even need to talk. Yeah. yeah, at the end of, you have to mind what you say, even if it's not even there. Even if there's no single person there, and it's still married people, you still kind of have to mind what you say. You can't just say everything hundred percent that's going on in your mind. Even if oh, of course that, not. You're like, not in your marriage. Like, oh, we're yeah, talking yeah, about well, true. yeah. we we're, if we're <laughs> talking just strictly on
2: mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I to me personally, I don't see a problem. Yeah. Um, if we're all in the same boat In terms of, let's say we're all married And, you know, oh, yeah. we're gisting And I want to get some tips from you Because, you know, things are starting to be stale Or vice versa, or whatever the case may be I think that's fairly okay I mean, it'd be kind of crazy for another married person To go and take another married person's person You know, it doesn't make sense that,
0: The thing is that, uh, the saying that as a man thinks so he is if this True. conversation is all you guys are always talking about, and that's too much. It, 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 it's, it's exactly, and then another man will be I, another woman's husband and uh, wife. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I would hope in in friendship in general that you know we you know you talk about things other than sex but if we are strictly Mm -hmm. staying on the topic of sex then yes i don't see a problem with having those conversations but you know you mentioned something about the spouses being around Mm -hmm. that is going to make it mad awkward i don't want to i wouldn't have a conversation i I don't exactly if if your husbands are in the vicinity you know, that's awkward if there's a single individual that doesn't have a, 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 a spouse as well. Because now, you know, you're just you're creating an awkward atmosphere because I don't want to hear all that. You know, <laughs> I mean, it will be great to hear if, if I had my own so I can, you know, jassy a little bit too. Right. But if I don't have, what am I going to say? I'm just going to look at you, Ayaya,
0: like what? What am I going to say? But look, I do believe that you guys brought up a good point in that group, like friends. Talk because I feel like is a is a form of women empowerment. Like this is not a stretch, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, because there's a lot of women that are uh, honestly like dealing with issues like this. So it's like it's almost as if. You don't know if you've been a virgin, you don't know what you're missing. If you are a virgin, and this is the husband is the only person that you've slept with, or you've only slept with two people, and mm-hmm. even the two people you were scared of even having sex, so you don't know anything about sex. So mm-hmm. right. you're really wanting to enjoy it in your in your marriage, and you don't know anything. And so that that group of friends that you have that can even say, Okay, girl, you know that if you do do, do so, so and so and so the husband will really like it, try it. And, uh-huh. and then some women too, mm-hmm. sometimes they will tie Rapha and come and want to have sex with their husbands. Sometimes- Jesus Christ. <laughs> Papa. The man wants you to wear lingerie and you know do a little bit of some sexy looking mm-hmm. thing and then that foreplay you know so i, I think teaching matters so you don't know, just go there and yeah. you have been sex with your husband and all the way so you say you don't enjoy saying. well that's why you don't enjoy saying. you're not doing foreplay you're not doing anything right.
1: you're so right lilian because just like I, I think i said it earlier whenever you're in a, a in a marriage you're though you can't you can't really express yourself to your husband or your wife that this is what you like. So a lot of a lot of women can confide in their friend, just like you said. A mm-hmm. like, what are you wearing today? I wearing that rapper. Yes, you know, supposed to wear this packaging. You did that. Yes, I like, encourage you, like you know, because of obviously you can't tell your husband. You're too ashamed to tell your husband. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. About telling your husband, but your girls they can put you through, even take you to, the, to Victoria's Secret. Yep, you're right, you, you are absolutely right. You need to do, and you know, they'll even help your marriage, they'll help you spice up your marriage. Yep, and yep. I also think I that the reason,
0: the reason, another um thing that I feel like we didn't mention was that when people talk about sex, it's always usually about all like when people talk about spicing up sex, that's the reason why they don't talk about it is because sometimes people always mention like sex toys and Africans is a no-go area like hey there should be no aid in the in the bedroom speaking of I just a question
2: just popped in my head like why actually before you mentioned that I was thinking it what are like are y'all open to sex classes like where they show you what to do and tell you like and I know some of those classes involve like toys and stuff Mm -hmm. from what I've heard
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, anything to spice up my marriage that my husband is comfortable with and we're
1: yeah. both comfortable with, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down too. Like, if it's between me and him, yeah, why not go for a sex like Because at the end of the day, you're trying to better your marriage. So that way you don't look outside. You don't yep. on your husband or your wife. You're trying I to agree. between you. So why not? Why not? Why look down on that if it's going to save your marriage? Absolutely. I totally agree. I-
2: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned something about like you know your friends telling you like you uh, wearing rapa and all that stuff and I honest I 100% agree with the both of you because I mean I know me I'm not married but I have I've seen a lot of married people and friends that some of their not even friends I've seen a lot of married people where their husbands want something that's quote unquote attractive and because i have friends that i care about Mm -hmm. if i see any of them that is doing like old woman when you're still barely in your 30s i will do my best to put you on the brand new stuff like lingerie oh i get my stuff from adore me because they send me nice beautiful sets i put my friend on and i was like you need to shop here like i don't know what you're doing with yourself but this is what you need not the nonsense you have but (laughs) so there's some people that won't say nothing and will literally just let you not improve
0: but look they won't say anything because as you said you were you're single because in their minds like why um um you know what i mean they, right. you too you you don't have a problem saying that i'm um, telling a woman what she should wear and stuff like that but other people that are single telling a married woman you see how the the, the whole picture will play out oh, oh you son is telling me how to dress i mean, she's been having sex with stop <laughs> <laughs> you know? well you know
2: what i think that's why i'm me because to be honest well I, the people that i tell things like that are people that i know wouldn't take my Mm -hmm. advice Mm -hmm. in a negative way Mm -hmm. because in all honesty if i if i see you and i see that you know you are a good person at heart and all over i know that me i would want your marriage to be the best that it could possibly be Mm -hmm. because i know when it's my turn i would want the same in return Mm -hmm. so therefore if i'm thinking in that manner Mm -hmm. i would say whatever i say with 100 percent love and not like envy or like anything negative so you yeah. know if anybody is to think oh this one she's been doing this she's mm-hmm. been doing that no it's not because i've been doing this and that is because i see what is out good. there
0: yeah
1: okay i it's
2: see good. what is out there and if i if me i think is attractive i'm pretty sure there's gonna be a bunch of other people that are men married that would think it's attractive too
1: yeah. Okay. I think we also. You guys have mentioned some great points, but I also want us to touch on um a, a man, the husband and wife. You know, some a lot of times there's just like we've been mentioning. We have. They have issues. They're. You know. I, I remember a story that one of my friends told me. She she was married, and I guess they were having problems sexually in her marriage. Mm. And she had went to the church. Her pastor to get some, you know, some good feedback therapy you know, on how they can better their relationship, you know, especially mm-hmm. like the sexual aspect. And the, the pastor was basically shunning down so many different positions. Like, you know, you can't do this position, you can't do that, you can't do all. Yeah, I already, already didn't when you said she
2: went to church. Yeah. So what was like, church going to do?
1: So don't you guys feel like the church as well is, it also has a huge impact. Absolutely. A lot of the Christian marriages. They yeah, you know,
0: mm-hmm. you know you know there's some uh, uh, <clears throat> this is, is a hard topic, you know, because you know I'm a Christian girl. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Christian girl. Nothing wrong with being Christian. It's a Christian girl. Mm-hmm. But. But you know, but Toko is right. Like, yeah, there is this thing about a church that they don't believe in a lot of um sexual mm-hmm. positions, like, you know, and they tell you like, you know, sex is this, sex is that. And it's almost as if you're not supposed to really enjoy mm-hmm. sex like that. And then you have some churches that don't believe in oral sex, you know, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so it's like, uh, you, I, I, but I, I want to understand
2: though, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't get it. Okay, I'm married. Mm. I cannot do oral sex. Mm. I cannot do surfboard. I cannot do... I cannot do all this bunch yeah, of
1: stuff. I cannot do
2: backflip. I cannot stand. What can I do? I don't get it. <laughs> so if I cannot do all these things with the person that I married, that it's clearly okay to have sex with. 100% okay. Mm. Why is it... What exactly... Who came up with this rule and law that once you're now married, now mm-hmm. that you're married, after you can now officially have sex with the person you're married, where mm-hmm. does it say in, this, in our Bible that we read and believe in our faith, where does it say that we cannot do all these extracurricular activities with our spouse?
0: There is a part of the church that says that there is such thing as perverted sex. And oral sex and all those things is part of it.
2: Mm-hmm. how okay i guess so sure, tell me and let me go and read it because i don't understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you know that. that there are some men also that were sitting here they don't like that oral sex as well. they don't that's they right don't like it for themselves for them to do it to the woman so right it's like when you what about you as a person you like oral sex and your husband doesn't like it, it, it you you would have to just give it up Well, yeah, I mean, if my husband don't like it, for for me, it's
2: like, it's not even one of those, oral sex is not a major thing to me. I don't, I could care less. I guess what might, what bothers me or what I don't understand is when you get into marriage, Mm -hmm. why they say a lot of Christian churches and pastors say it's not okay to do with your spouse. Because if you get married and your spouse likes it, and then you tell him the Bible says it's not okay, uncle's gonna go get
0: it from outside. Then you he not go find somebody who side, can do it real good, and then and then, that's it. It's a very weird topic, like a it's very great, weird sense. Weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very yeah, it's a very because it's almost as if as I, I she say, uh-uh, if she wants, if I can't give it to him that way, and he wants to step out outside of our marriage, then go ahead, it's your loss. But then again, I'm like, it's not the same person that would tell you to please your husband. So exactly. So I'd right. I mean, sometimes I'd be like, man, make up
2: your
1: darn mind, man. <laughs> is it that just, we can I or mean, we cannot? Just, <laughs> you know, they, don't you guys feel like if it's a marriage, whatever goes on in the marriage, whatever will work for you guys, you guys should be able to do it. Don't you guys think so? I when, believe so. Uh, I agree. Extent. 100%. This is what is right in your marriage. This is God. As long as you are husband and wife, you should have the the, the right to be able to do whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the, the, I think the key here is that if you both agree, but mm-hmm. if there's some men that want to bring another partner into the, into their marriage, that, that's, just that's not, we that did not marry that. person. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I want to please my husband, I should have say, oh, okay, come and bring another woman. God, mm-hmm. man. That's, that's okay. not possible. You have to, not, it was, it was one and one that got married,
2: that one, two and three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have seen Therapy by Tokemakinwa and um Falls the Bad Guy. It's oh like, yeah, on <laughs> YouTube. But this is like true life of what is actually going on in a lot of relationships today. I don't yep. know if you haven't seen it, Lillian. But basically, they were husband and wife before they got married. They tried doing counseling, but the counseling was very rubbish. It was a very rubbish counseling that that one didn't even put them through on anything. By the time they got married, they started having issues. She wanted, or just like I said, oral sex. The guy was like, "No, I'm a man. I'm a chief. You know, how can I be doing that?" He wanted a different position, and then they now went to their now pastor, and the pastor was like, "So, didn't you guys do premarital counseling?" Mm. before you did this like did you guys not talk about this thing and then they now rewind back to their premarital counseling and it was they were trying to talk about sex but the pastor was just basically shunning just shunning it shunning mm-hmm. it now creating problem in the marriage so i feel like a lot of our churches today they if if pastors can't do therapy or whatever they should be able to refer couples to do um uh, to the right what do you call it to the right christian uh, counselor christian, yeah yeah, so get the proper counseling. I know not every pastor or not every pastor has the, the capacity to be able to teach people, especially like in the sexual part. It's very and intense. plus the
0: pastor doesn't want to be talking about sex. The member is it like oh the yeah. member will not start seeing him in a different manner. So a right, pastor, and and him. honestly, I think it
2: depends on like like Toka said, some pastors are not equipped to talk about the sexual part of the counseling. Mm -hmm. and and I think I was I was there was a while back I was talking to a friend of mine I told her I was like my pastor I mean I love my pastor he I would definitely go to him for marriage counseling but there's some things that I don't feel like I would get good advice on certain topics that I wouldn't like for him to counsel me on and to be honest sex is one of them so I there's I mean they're different men and women of God that can counsel in different ways. You know, if if my pastor can counsel me very well on certain, like the biblical aspect and the, you know, you know, putting God first aspect, then I'm pretty, then there's another
0: pastor that can counsel me very well. friends, after listening to our podcast um, of last week, um, after our guest speaker Dolly was talking about um, how men don't, when you tell them how you want to be loved or how you want to be touched they don't usually do it right and he was saying that women also in turn need to like learn all those things because even sometimes his wife she can stay in the house like a whole year and she will never initiate sex you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i can totally relate because my sex drive is extremely low like not extremely low but you know what i mean like i'm not that good to go. <laughs> Maybe, let's go and do this thing but you know what i mean <laughs> So and I think it goes back to the fact that I was <laughs> I was that girl that was like ah I don't want to do anything. So even in my as we me and my husband we went with our first year of marriage, it was extremely uncomfortable for me to like enjoy sex because I'm still thinking that God is gonna punish me and I'm sinning. Mm-hmm. And then after you even remember ah baby you're married, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. It's like it's a it's a work in progress. <laughs>
1: It's
2: true i on the other hand cannot wait till i get married because it's on
1: <laughs> jimoke said that she can't wait to get married because she can't wait to get it done and i'm saying mm-hmm. that it's so easy to say that but a lot of time it's a different story yes. once you enter the marriage <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just like how she said low sex drive you might be the one to even have a very high sex drive but when other factors come into play you know you have low sex drive just like that woman I'm, I have a low sex drive, too, you know? Like, But I, do you think it's because we have been preconditioned to hate sex? That
0: is why we don't really always, like, initiate sex and all that stuff. I really feel like maybe that's the problem. Like, African girls were really, like, not that sexually crazy about sex. Like, if you really think about it.
2: Well, I mean... Okay, so you 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 guys are saying low sex drive, as in like your libido is low, right? Like you don't have the urge or the desire as you should, like as frequent as you think you would, right? That's what mm-hmm. you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, me on the opposite side, I do have a high sex drive, okay. but at the same time, I think Topa mentioned, you know, when you get married, some other things come to play. Could having kids you know kind of reduce that is that possible? And it then definitely does, but
0: I don't think that's what it is.
2: <laughs> and it then does. also
0: mm-hmm. it's
2: like you you said you were saying that what was the question you mentioned, um, Lillian, about the sex drive part of it? You said, what could cause it to be low? like, oh, that's, that's what it is. is. You said, what what you know could condition our mind to be that way mm. i think I think somebody mentioned earlier is that we've been conditioned to think that sex is just for procreation yeah right so if sex is just for procreation i mean i'm not about to be disturbing you unless we want to make
0: another baby right mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's okay so, every once in a while yeah but the thing is that i don't sit down there and so, say, oh let me go out and grab my husband let's do this <laughs> <laughs> it's not me like you know what i mean but What I'm saying is that you don't even give him like a you don't even give him like a little butt tap when he walked by. You're crazy. But anyway, (laughs) we do some flirting every once in a while. But I'm saying that if me, what let me let me put it this way, definitely yes, we do all that as you know what what married couples do. But I'm saying that me, I can sit down for six months and I'm like I'm good. Like whether we have it or not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but why is it like that though like what I don't know Like <laughs> remember we need help no, <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm exactly like that too but why is it like that could it be because so, I, don't, I can't even imagine what could even this, cause it so don't. wait so are you people telling me that you guys don't just have moments where you
2: just desire it like what's I mean, like going I on mean,
1: we have moments here I have moments here and there but there could be a, a, a gap a long period of time where you're like okay whatever mm-hmm. that oh i don't need it i'm good yeah mm-hmm.
0: because <laughs> can you imagine let me tell you i was a virgin for a long time so it's i don't know if i would me i talk about I the only people that have this issue we were we were used to not having sex for a long time now you've given us license to have sex like every, almost every day Yes. Ah, oh it's too much oh <laughs> I mean of course it does. I'm like, I, you know, what
1: is what is this? Thing? What is
2: this thing? <laughs> like, I mean, of course it doesn't have to be every day. I mean, yeah. I don't think it has to, I mean, what's what is going on now? You should be okay. It doesn't have to be every day. But and and, and you and you guys are not the only one. I I do have friends that say that they struggle with that, that you know, they have low sex sex drive. And then sometimes it's even the husband that has a little sex drive and the wife is like, huh? you know, I need it every day,
1: every time. every. I've you never know. heard I have a one friend who's like that. No, some, some wow. men have a sex drive. I, yeah. I, okay, they do. and So it, it definitely is not an all women
2: thing. There's some men that you have to push them to even desire it the same way you do. And sometimes, Steph, when you see the woman is the one that desires it more, you yourself, the woman that's desiring
0: it more will be like, ah, what's going on now? Are you really a man? Because I want it more than you do. And but it's it's, guys, it's it's not it's not something that we should start shaming women for. It's a good thing. If if you're married and you have you and your husband just have to be on the same page, like I mean, right.
1: you guys are gonna be having but, it. But... Uh, but but don't you think that lack the lack of sex, like you know, like frequently, don't you think it it messes up the intimacy between the two? No. Does you... it make it stronger?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that sex is necessarily what is going to bring that intimacy. That bond. Yes, because, I mean, me and my husband, we have great bond even when we're not, we're not, you know, let me not say, see, I'm getting uncomfortable again. You
1: see what I'm saying? Where you people are not doing the do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> right that's the one. So, what so, I mean? so there could be intimacy without sex without intimacy,
0: sex is not just the only way to get intimacy that's what i'm trying to say does it help absolutely, absolutely. Dead, mm-hmm. yes correct well i mean i agree there's different
2: forms of intimacy there's this book um by stefan um stefan i don't mm-hmm. know if he says stefan or steven mm-hmm. um but He's Stephen Labrosia. He's a he's a you know a Christian author, mm-hmm. and the book I was reading was called "The The Man God Has for You." Oh, wow! And it kind of breaks down. You you can find it on on Apple. You know the books, the Apple books that they have. Mm-hmm. But it kind of breaks down the different kinds of intimacy. There's the romantic, the one that you have at the romantic level. Mm. There's the sexual one. Then there's just the friendship. You know intimacy yes. so there's different kinds of levels of intimacy and honestly i personally think that a marriage should have all of it you should have all the, yeah. the different types of intimacy because if you just for example if you just have the sex intimacy when that dies away and it goes away now yes. what what do you have
1: yeah you know
2: now you're just like ugh, i guess now mm-hmm. you're gonna start to look outside because that that was what you wanted Mm-hmm. initially whereas if you had the romantic part like Lillian is saying you know you don't have to be sleeping together every
0: single time y'all can still have that intimacy
2: and, because
0: and let me tell you something when you get married you know how in, in your mind when we were younger but like, ah when this sex that they said I couldn't enjoy when I get married I'll be doing it every day I'll be doing yeah. every. but then life happens when you yeah get, you're busy with the kids you're busy at work exactly so you don't even think about sex until you guys wind down.
1: Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know what? Don't you guys sometimes, don't, okay, we might have low sex drive for the women that have low sex drive, but don't you guys think that? Well, for me personally, when you're in the home environment, I don't know, there's just something about the home. You know, you don't really get that urge. Like you don't feel like, ah, you know, I want to do something today. But like, when you now move outside of that environment, outside of everything, the the stress, the kids, Mm. the house, it's comes. You know, it comes, it's like you, you want to be more intimate with Mm -hmm. your, you know, because you've already taken yourself out of that element. I feel like the home environment too can actually affect that drive. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, you're right. And and, and that's why when pe- some people, when they go on vacations, that's when they get it on. Other yeah. things. So some people, I know a couple that actually, because they have kids and all the rowdiness, they go, they check into a hotel in the same city to actually have <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking about- of,
2: I actually, there's this thing I just came across on Instagram. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but y'all might want to try it. It's fun. Um, They have different kinds. <laughs> They have mm-hmm. the one for married couples for friends and then for families mm-hmm. so it's called the adventure challenge right it's literally like a book and it tells you what to do you know each day each time whenever you want to you know do it mm-hmm. so like for the couples like it's there's it's like a, there was one part i was seeing where you you scratch it off and mm-hmm. it tells you where you guys get to go on a date that that day or that night or whatever. Oh spontaneous. Yeah, it's spontaneous. It's like random. And yeah. you guys have you guys can do picnics, dates, movies, like you just said a staycation where you get a hotel in the same city. Like it has a bunch of different stuff. I said, this is a good idea. It's a really good idea to spice up a marriage or friendship or family, you know, to get
1: closer. Yeah, that that's a good idea. That's a that's a good idea. That's a that's a good idea. You know. For Lillian, for your friend that said that his wife can be in the house for like a a year and not even initiate anything, maybe they can go on dates, you know, like just like we said, vacation, like get a hotel somewhere, go out, go on a date, like the the, (laughs) spontaneity, just be spontaneous. I think
0: for men, like they want that, they don't want to be the one because most of the time, because I guess men, their sex drive is mostly high, higher than the woman. And so most of them, they are always the one that is always initiating sex. And also a good thing for a woman, I think that I'm learning is that sometimes you put on, go and put on your nice lingerie, go and light up the candle, set the environment, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, seduce your man, you know, fall in love with him all over again. Like how you guys were. Where when you were dating you know so so that him too he can still want it if he's only the one that is chasing you chasing you all the time it's like and they're saying that if they said a man wants a woman that is classy outside and a freak in the bed Yeah. but don't think that you need to also be modest in the bedroom that kind of you can be you can be a whole savage classy (laughs) everything
1: Okay, you guys. Um, Yeah, this was some really good, juicy topic that we had today, you know. Um, So we're going to wrap it up. Um, We're going to wrap it up. You know, thank you guys for listening. Um, You you know, Lillian, Jamoke, do you guys have any last thing to say maybe for, you know, our wives out there or, you know, that's, you know, struggling in their marriage or husbands, you know, any tips out there for us to just give before we end it?
0: I think for, for me, women, um, find that somebody that you trust if you're dealing with, like, you know, not enjoying sex in marriage, Because sex is it's an important part of marriage, you know. So find that person that you trust, that you can confide in, you know. A problem shared is a problem have solved. And that person that will be able to sh- and tell don't go and tell somebody that will go and destroy your marriage. You tell somebody that will be able to guide you along, and, you know, maybe... Um, that would be able to tell you to even speak up And tell your husband how you really want to enjoy sex And what you want to do differently And if you don't even know how to like You know, do stuff Sister, just Google things don't gotta be Google best. <laughs> Don't <laughs> gotta be watching porno, God forbid <laughs> But just Google things like You know, what you can do Ideas that you can do to kind of spice up your marriage And ask people that That have their sex life on point Married people, if you're
2: married <laughs> Um I'm not married, but I definitely will. All, all I would say is to just, you know, try to find a way to spice it up as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not there's if, if it's starting to feel like you're doing the same routine over and over, switch it oh up. Be random. Mm-hmm. If it's starting to feel like, okay, I don't think I like this anymore, find something new that the both of you would enjoy together. You know, right. so and also look into that adventure challenge book. It'll be fun.
1: (laughs) fun. (laughs) 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 You guys guys pretty much summed it up uh, for women out there, for men out there, you know, just like they said, you know, if it's getting boring, spice it up. You know, if it's the guy that's always initiating Go ahead and do the initiation, you know. If it's the house environment that's not just doing it for you, you know, you can also take your husband out on a date and even book a hotel, wine, you know, get some wine. Because I know, you know, when alcohol enters the body, Louis, <laughs> well, if, if you, you don't have to. not I don't tell <laughs> <that>. <laughs> So get, you know, if if you're tense, so get some alcohol. Um, and don't keep quiet in your relationship. If if not, if you're not satisfied about anything let your wife know or let your husband know
0: all right guys thank you guys so much for listening we really enjoyed having this conversation with my girls and um yeah we'll see you guys next week please be sure to follow us on instagram at j-a-a-r-a-g-i-s-t jarages on instagram and um join the gist see you guys next week Bye. bye